Hey, you guys, good morning. It's uh, Darko Josipovic, and this is another episode of the Dark Suns podcast. Man, thank you guys so much. I always want to start out this podcast by being extremely thankful for all my supporters, all my listeners, uh, all the people that have been cheering me out from the bleachers and uh, behind closed doors and screens. Um, I just want to re- reiterate that this podcast is for all you guys. Uh, this has never been about me. It never will be about me. It's always going to be about you guys, the audience. Um, again, it's just the podcast is going at a, at a really fast rate. I mentioned last time, we're really kind of like all over um, Dallas at this point. Um, we got some people out in Kentucky, North Carolina, L.A., um, places like that. And then there are some places over in Europe that's slow motion with it. But uh, there have been some listeners I'm not for sure how many minutes they've spent on the podcast. I need to look at the algorithm on that, but uh, neither the less they have uh, been listening. Uh, besides the point, guys, um, I'm going to do a, a podcast today. Uh, it might be a little bit longer than you guys uh, have been used to. Uh, podcasts been typically anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes in most cases. So uh, this one may be a little bit longer. It's because I had another episode um, after the first of the year. Um, I don't really even know how I feel about talking about it. I, I'll definitely um, check in with my mentors and producers and see how they feel about this podcast. But either way, I'm going to record it anyway. And hopefully you guys get to hear this podcast. Uh, I'm sure you will. Um, so let me get into it, guys. Uh, what's happened recently? Um, we talked a little bit about my neighbor. I got another episode coming out on that um, probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, you guys do know that she's been kind of really just all over the place. Uh, she's actually gotten better in the last week, but you guys don't know what's happened. Uh, we talked a little bit about adult protective services coming. They actually haven't been back because they already know better. That there's no um, anything that they need to be here for. And I appreciate them coming out to check in on my dad. Uh, I know the organization is about goodness and about helping people. So, um we don't want to take anything away from those people. They, they came here to help, but my dad, unfortunately, doesn't really need their help. Um, if he did, I, I would definitely look into it. But um, Which has just been stressing me out. You know, this whole situation about me having to call the police. I'm not the person that really likes to talk to the police. I don't think any of us do. Um, really just kind of try to put an end to this, you know, because it's really giving me a lot of anxiety. Every time I see this lady, I, I don't need to be thinking of, harming her or doing anything like that i'm just that's not who i am but just the the energy that she's been giving out the frequency levels this this entire time she's been here uh, has been just bad you know my dad you know my dad's in his mid-70s again we talked about this a little bit this is like a recap and he's just been harassed by this lady and i know this lady seems sick she looks sick you know when i look in her eyes i can tell that she's not all there uh, i believe she's got mentally um, issues just like we all do, um, myself included. So I, I really don't want to be too harsh, but at the end of the day, like she really does need to get her act together. So what's happened in the meantime, I, um, just like the whole energy of the house, you know, it was like the first of the year I was like, well, let me, uh, let me, let me kind of get into a hotel, you know? So I don't know if you've guys seen some pictures of me checking in. So I was at home two suites in Addison, um, I checked in on this, I think it was Sunday. Let me look at the date on that, just so I don't give you guys the wrong information. I do believe it was that Sunday, literally the first. No, 
Was it? Yeah, it was the first. Yeah, because, yeah, it was the first, Sunday the first, uh, first day of the year. And um, I checked in and um, I don't know, you know, I was just, I don't know if my energy levels were not right. I, I might have been feeling like egotistical, a little prideful that evening uh, for whatever the reasons within my own mind. And, um, you know, I set up shop, you know, put a bunch of stuff. I actually went out to Kroger and bought a couple of, you know, some cold cuts and just some cereal and almond milk and whatnot just to kind of have some food for a few days so I don't have to go out and eat meals at every single um, every single meal. And so everything was going well. And um, I don't know what happened. I, I remember I, I didn't get much sleep that Sunday. I do believe I was I was going to uh, jujitsu that first thing in the morning. I don't think I got to bed up until like midnight or one o'clock in the morning, which I'm not for sure why that even happened. I should have already been in bed. I was at the hotel way before then. Um, and then I woke up, you know, I didn't, like I said, I woke up, I didn't get as much sleep, but I was like, you know what? I mean, dude, you got to go to jujitsu. You're paying literally $200 a month for this deal. So there's no reason for you not to go. Every opportunity you get to go, you need to go. And I did. And um, I remember jujitsu was fine that morning. And uh, it's real early. So typically by the time I get there and leave, the sun ain't even out here in Dallas, central time. Sun typically comes out here at about 7.30 in the morning. I mean, where it's full light. So I remember pulling back into the um, hotel. You know, and I see this character kind of, there's like a little salt grass, not a salt grass, but a Outback Steakhouse is kind of like on Addison Road. And then, then you can literally drive by Outback Steakhouse and it leads right into the home to suites hotel that I was staying at. And uh, I see this character kind of hanging out by the street, you know, as if he was waiting on me or that's what my mind perceived him to be doing for whatever the reason. He was just kind of hanging out. He had a backpack on him, looked suspicious to me in a way, but that's really none of my business. You know, guys walking down the street in the middle of the night, that's not something for me to worry about. I need to go about my business. But I didn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I took it personal for whatever the reason. I thought he was following me or he was he might have been, but that's really not where my mind needed to take me. But it did. Uh, it, it happens a lot more often than not. I've actually been getting quite a better about it, but it has happened in the past where I'm just I don't even know what to reference it or how to, how to explain it, but it's almost like some sort of paranoia, fear, uh, anger. It kind of all kicks in at the same time. And, um, you know, I met a couple of U-turns, like for whatever the reason, again, that was just aggressive on my end. I remember driving by him and then the parking lot was wide enough and I drove my Audi in circles for about, probably about four or five times. And I, I think he noticed that and he was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So now he's on a high alert. Um, I, I drove back to the hotel, and he's literally walking back up. As I'm slowly pulling back into the parking lot, I could see that he's walking back towards me. Uh, and I'm just like, no, nah, my energy's just, my emotions are running high for whatever the reason again. I'm just getting really angry at this point. I'm getting real paranoid about this guy. I don't know what he's out to do. Um, I remember walking out of the car, and I parked kind of, Excuse me about that. I just dropped my pen. <laughs> I parked about maybe a dozen spaces. There's like a pool in the front and there's like a fence. And then the lobby's kind of like a porta cachet where you kind of horseshoe your way in. Um, and I remember walking out of the car. And now he's at this point, he's, he hasn't been able to get back to me. So I was able to walk out of my car and kind of work my way towards the lobby, the front door of the hotel. At this point, he's back to the car. He's made his way and he's just kind of walking around my car now. 
for i mean just literally just he's sitting at the curb at the trunk of the car looking uh you know i kind of walk over and i see him there and i'm just like what the fuck is this dude and then at this point i'm just i don't know man i, I don't know if i'm having an episode I, I believe i am having some sort of a, a episode and um i don't know dude I, I picked up the phone i felt threatened by this guy um i couldn't leave the hotel and i had to want to go get some, I, mean, I wanted to run a red errand and he was just kind of sitting there wouldn't let me you know i should have easily just walked over to my car and got in my car but based off the, what just occurred prior i just really didn't feel comfortable with that and he kept looking over at me as as i was walking away from the car he's got a backpack on him i mean i'm real suspicious when it comes to that it's it's, it's early morning light hasn't even came out so i called the police you know and that's probably what i shouldn't have done i should have just went back to my room um went back down got some breakfast because you know they do the complimentary breakfast um in most of these hotels at this point in age but i didn't i want i called the police out of anger and i told the police that i was gonna walk over to this guy put a bullet in his head and then put him in a body bag oh lord not only did i say that i said anybody that's out here that gives me any kind of a negative threatening vibe I'm going to put them in the body bed as, as well. Oh, Lord, guys. Uh, again, this is very emotional for me to even talk about it because um, it's just, it's not who I am, guys. I, I, I don't understand why I have the psychotic manic episodes at times that I go into an alter ego, uh, split personality. I don't know what you can even define it as, but it's it's almost like I'm not even in control of my own body. I don't know if anybody struggled with that, guys. Please, if anybody's out there that's that's had this type typical episode or that's had these episodes in the past, please contact me, message me, Facebook me, Instagram me. Uh, I think my uh, my IG is linked through the Anchors or Spotify's homepage platform. So please, please reach out to me and kind of maybe like maybe we can try to bounce some ideas off one another. But to get back to the story. Um, the police didn't take this lightly. Me threatening somebody to the police department over the phone saying things of this caliber just really doesn't sit well with anybody this day and age. I'm in literally the heart of Addison. There's 200 restaurants within a two-mile stretch. Last thing they need me saying is I'm going to start putting people in body bags. There's just, it's just That was the dumbest thing. Um, the police did get dispatched. You know, They came out right away, uh, two cruisers, Tahoe's. That's where they're driving Addison. And uh, I remember them calling me um, and saying verbatimly, like, hey, listen, uh, come down to the lobby. Do not bring your gun. I was like, fuck, here we go again. 2014, back to jail, Darko, fucking making terroristic threats over the phone again. Now I feel like I'm kind of, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, I'm walking to the lobby extremely slow. I'm literally walking down the hallway and trying to catch the stairs. I'm not even trying to get down there. <laughs> um yeah and i walked down and you know i think they wanted me to walk out into the out of the lobby into the front of the hotel where they were actually waiting on me and um they said there you know and they were like well what happened tell us what happened and i kind of told them what happened just like i told you guys here and um the guy was like man you're gonna have to turn around dude we're gonna have to handcuff you and bring you with us and i'm like fucking sakes here we go again darko you fucking idiot 
you just went through this you just have an attorney that's fighting these cases for you they literally are in the process of being dismissed yeah guys i forgot to tell you guys i'm able to um i was able to retain a really um uh, motivated attorney um we'll try to give a shout out one of these days once he actually pays for a sponsorship <laughs> no more free shout outs on this show uh, unfortunately we're, we're having some overhead issues that we need to get paid for um but um See, I just like literally lost my train of thought. Okay, I was talking about my attorney, Kevin, and he's literally um, getting court documents ordered and he's working with the Austin Police Department or the courthouses and, and getting some of these cases dismissed or just expunged and sealed. So instead of me just fucking keeping myself calm, I went on and did something yet again that's very similar to what I actually get arrested for. So let's get back to the story. Um, at this point, I'm telling the cop, uh, please don't tighten the, the cuffs on me. Uh, please keep it as, as comfortable in my hands as you possibly can. Uh, emotions are running high now because I'm really kind of in fear now. Am I getting taken to jail? What are these guys going to take me? The cop was really cool, man. Um, uh, he, he, uh, he got into the car and I just started crying dude i was just fucking pouring tears I, I was just so emotional that i'm back in a cruiser again handcuffed and just kind of thinking to myself man this is strike too dark or you're definitely you know if they're taking you to jail you're definitely not coming out anytime soon so i'm really just bawling out crying and I'm, I'm, I'm like literally telling the police officer hey man i've been going through so much i have a missing tooth uh, lost it during Christmas. The crown actually fell out. We talked a little bit about that. Maybe we didn't, but whatever. The tooth was cracked. It finally got loose. The crown fell out. I've been toothless since literally Christmas Eve. Not to make any excuses, but it's it's been tough. You know, I haven't been in extremely amount of pain, but just discomfort of not being able to eat, chew anything. It's one of the molders kind of next to my wisdom teeth. So it's, it's a big boy. You know, it, definitely one of the teeth you don't want to lose. And, um, you know, just the whole, you know, just that shit there and then the neighbor and then end of the year. And then I got this trip coming up. There's just, you know, I haven't been working. You know, the job sends me home because of my tooth. Fuck those guys over at Louisville and Nissan. The only people I ever really respected was my boy Sammy that hired me. You know, a couple of guys over in finance. The rest of the fucking people can just kiss my fucking ass. What a fucking deadbeat dealership. Hey, it is a Clay Cooley house. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Sue me. Just the worst, man. I mean, I sold a couple of cars out there and just felt bad about doing it. Just customer service. Just the whole facility. Just it's a fucking big fest. Yeah, but this isn't. We're going to do a show on that later. You know, I don't know if they can sue you for deformation of character or whatever i need to really start looking into bylaws of what i'm saying on these podcasts because i really hate to have any kind of a lawsuit or anything negative come my way that's the last thing i need so i'm back in the cruiser now let's let's get back to the story guys this is going to turn into like an hour podcast and i know you guys can't listen that long uh let me get through this um i'm crying he's like are you hungry i'm like oh wow he's asking me if i'm hungry this is a great sign this is might be something good that comes out of this uh, at that point, he informs me that he's going to take me down to Medical City uh, Green Oaks. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know what Medical City Green Oaks is, uh, Green Oaks is a mental psych ward. So your boy actually, uh, at this point, has been to jail and has been to a mental psych ward. So go ahead and give me an applause for that, guys. 
Only your boy Darko, the only one that's dark sound, baby. I yeah, if anybody's gonna do it for you guys, it'll be me. So man, we can't wait to share that with you guys. How the experience and actually having to check in. Uh it's a big tank. I refer to it as a tank, just like a tank inside of a prison hall. Um it, they call them units. You know, it's it's a little bit more appealing, I guess. It's a unit. No, it's not a unit, it's a fucking prison. It's worse than a prison, guys. Don't ever go to a psych ward. Yes, it's worse than prison, in my opinion. It's kind of like all in one hallway, uh, just like the movie with Jack Nicholson, Cuckoo, 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 whatever the fuck the name of the movie. You guys know what I'm talking about. People are just kind of walking around looking crazy as fuck. They put you in these scrubs, blue scrubs. They give you this little towel that you kind of has a hole where your head goes through and it just kind of covers your whole body to keep yourself warm because, you know, for some reason they keep these places in like fucking freezing weather. 40 50 degrees uh, for i don't know if it's bacteria or, or uh, i'm sure it's got something to do we're just kind of keeping it cold so that we can get a lot sick or whatever but i can just smell the odor people ain't really showering um i'm seeing people just with so much harm on their arms bruises all over their necks and i'm just kind of like fucking my ad dude god willie how did i get in here um but I was, you know, I checked in. I think I was there on uh, Monday morning. I was taken there and I stayed till I think it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think I, they let me out on Thursday. So it was a three-day stay. And it was fucking awful, man. Like I said, I've been to Connie. I've been to Lusterit. And then I've been to Green Oaks. And fucking Green Oaks is the worst, bro. Out of those three places, I'd rather go to Lusterit. And be next to criminals all day long that actually go to a psych ward is just not a stable place uh, for you, for anybody with any mental issues or just anybody in general, man. It's just a very uh, emotional, uh, you know, just, you know, you're seeing people banging their heads up against the side of the wall, crying all night long. You can't close the door to your room. You know, they're checking in on you uh, literally like with a clipboard every so often to make sure you're alive. They're asking you, do you want to harm yourself? Are you considering suicide? They're drawing blood out of your arm every day. They're literally bringing you pills any day, given day of the game, just handing you a little cup with pills in it. You're like, what the fuck is this? I don't take medicine outside here. Well, you're taking it now. I'm like, fucking hey, man. They're about to make me even crazier than I was coming into this bitch. So I'm sorry for the vulgarity, guys. I'm just trying to really express myself. And the best way for me to do that is using some profanity. But again, guys, um, mental wards are not meant to help you mentally. They're not meant to relieve any anxiety or depression. They're really uh, are fucking horrific. You know, the program, the, 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 I don't know if they don't get enough funding from the state. The meals were great. The meals were great. The nurses were great. Uh, I don't really have any negative th to say about the meals. They try to keep it as healthy. They gave us salads, a bunch of fruits, you know, lean meats, chicken, you know, some fruits and vegetables on the plate. So, you know, they kept the, the meals were healthy enough. Lots of water, lots of vitamin water. Um, but the people, the people is really kind of, you know, I know they can't control the people, but you know, there's got to be a way to, like, you know, keep the aggressive people together, keep the harmful people together, people that self-inflicting harm on themselves. They got to be in a tank all on their own. You can't just put 
somebody that came in here again on you know I, you know again i don't want to make myself seem like i'm less crazier than anybody that was in that motherfucker i'm crazy believe me that but i just wasn't that person i wasn't going to be in there to harm anybody i wasn't going to go in there to hurt anybody um i mean yeah i, was, I witnessed a fight you know people are checking in every morning you know heavy on drugs uh, so that people are in here literally coming off drugs. So you can only imagine the emotion and the state of mind that they're in as these drugs are leaving their bodies, these heavy drugs. We're not talking pot. We're talking probably crystal meth, heroin, uh, you know, ice or fucking, I don't know what these people are doing. You know, there's all sorts of fucking man-made drugs out there. Maybe even popping pharmaceuticals. Who knows? So I'm witnessing a fight, you know, there's this guy, you know, he's, he was immobile. He had, a, I think, a broken ankle and some guy walks over to him and just kind of looks over at him like, what the fuck is you looking at me? Next thing you know, he walks over to him, bum, bum, bum. He starts unloading punches on this guy that can't even really defend himself. At that point, I'm trying to like holler to the, to the nurses. Nobody's inside the unit. There's just like an Asian nurse sitting in the front. She's not going to be able to do a whole lot of anything. So I'm having to get involved. Now I'm running over there trying to grab the guy's arm back, trying to kind of like get him up off of him so he doesn't hurt, hurt him any longer in the meantime you know five six guys run in you know break the fight up separate it out guys i'm at 20 minutes um I, i'm just gonna maybe try to do a continuation of this uh it was tough guys please don't don't put yourself in a position where you have to go to any kind of a, a mental psych ward it's not a fun place to be by far the worst place i've ever been uh, again, besides the fact the food was amazing, the nurses, they had some amazing therapists, amazing psychiatrists. I was able to get the right help, guys. So, you know, with all this being said, even though I wasn't voluntarily admitted, which I should have just voluntarily admitted myself, I chose to do it this way for whatever the fuck the reasons were because of my own illnesses and sicknesses in my own mind. Um, but I was able to get the right treatment. You know, I was able to get the uh, uh, the right therapist. I'm able to get the right, you know, they're telling me that maybe there might be some antidepressants that they can try to treat me on. I, I know how I feel about that shit. I've never felt good about any kind of pharmaceutical drug. I, I still oppose it. I'll oppose it for the rest of my life. But I'm at a point where I don't know what else to fucking do, guys. I really don't. I can't keep a job. I, I'm in and out of work every couple of months. I'm currently unemployed. I'm no longer at Nissan or Louisville. Um, because I just, the energy they were giving me as well was just overwhelming. Just everything from the job to the house to the neighbor to the the trip coming up to all the shit fucking that's on me. I just kind of blew up. I exploded, you know. So, oh my God, guys. I'm, I'm really hoping that you guys get to hear this because it's really coming from my heart. Um, but like I said, man, I was able to witness it firsthand. So you guys don't have to. You don't have to go there. I just went there. I'll tell you how it is. I just told you how it is. You don't want to go there because there is no help for you. If you're an anxious person, depressing, bipolar, any of these mood altering, stabilizing, whatever the fuck you want to, you know, reference it to, the place doesn't help. You're going to be listening to people banging their heads up against the wall, put, getting put into stray jackets. You may witness some fights. You may witness some food getting thrown at you. Just the fucking energy. You don't want to be there if you're sick. It's, it's not a pleasant place to be. You're going to end up fucking catching a case or hurting somebody or doing even something worse than you actually got admitted for. Guys, that's it. You know, I may do a continuation of this, guys, but I appreciate y'all. I just wanted y'all to pray for me. 
Uh, keep cheering me on. Keep supporting me. Uh, donate to the podcast, guys. I'm, I mean, if if possible, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I hate to ask for donations. I'm not going to ask for subscriptions anytime soon. But if anybody out there is in a position to, to donate to the podcast, I do believe there's a link on, on Spotify's page um, that you can click on. It's kind of towards the bottom end of the page, and, and you can just whatever man you know whatever i did get my tooth extracted so you guys don't have to worry about my tooth you know i was able to find a dentist the other day that was able to pull that for me so so i'm uh, i'm gonna have uh, not a tooth but i'll have the 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 infected nasty tooth <laughs> that was in my mouth that's been removed so we can go to jamaica with our breath not smelling like ass <laughs> you guys are great you guys are great i'm so thankful i'm so grateful i'm so humbled i'm so godful i'm happy i'm I'm joyful I'm, I'm so excited for what this podcast can do for us like i said it's growing so fast and i appreciate y'all again hey guys i'm gonna call it it's your boy darko the one and only dark sons podcast this is your host darko yosipovich you know you can get me at d-a-r-k-e-c 2683-l-i-g and my Facebook again is Darko D A R K O J O S I P O V I C. You'll see a picture of the podcast, the actual artwork that we have on this podcast. You guys be blessed. Start off the new year with some affirmations, some decisions. You know, quit drinking, quit smoking, quit fucking acting crazy like me, and enjoy your first quarter of the year. God bless y'all. Stay warm till we meet again. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.